Thank you. Well, let me tell you about my morning. I woke up, I did what I usually do, prayed, I meditated, had breakfast, got dressed, fed the animals, washed the dishes, and I was ready early. So about 20 after 7, I was out to the car to get in the car and drive here. So when I came out into my driveway, I noticed the, the flap to my gas cap was hanging open. I thought, hmm, I don't remember that happening. So I went and I pushed it shut. It didn't quite latch, but it's been kind of funky for a while. And then I went to the front of the car and I turned the key in the lock because I've got an old-fashioned car. I have to put a key in and turn it. <laughs> and uh, I got in and all of the stuff in the glove box was sitting piled on the, piled on the passenger seat. And Carol knows where this is going. Mm -hmm. And then I noticed that the seat I was sitting on was kind of uncomfortable. It felt like I was sitting on rocks. And then I noticed there were all these little pieces of glass on the passenger seat and under my feet and in the back seat. And then I looked over to see what was causing it and the side window on the passenger side was gone. Except for little shards sticking up around the edges. And I said to myself, Happy Father's Day, Peter. <laughs> but um, so I did what I had to do. I sat there for a minute and I thought and I prayed and then I got up and I immediately tried calling Arthur Holder, one of our associate priests. And I left him a voicemail. I said, Arthur, this is Peter. I'm wondering if you can fill in for me because I think I'm going to be late. I got to call the police and have them come and take a report. And I told him what had happened and then I hung up. And then I immediately tried calling Beth police to let her know. off on Sundays. Ah. So when you turn it on, you will find that message. And right in the middle of my call to her, Arthur called me back. He said, well, that's terrible. And... Uh, he says, of course I'll cover for you. And I said, great. He says, I'll just cover till you get there. And I said, I, I think you're going to be covering. So then I waited for the police, the sheriff actually, because I live in unincorporated Contra Costa County. And the sheriff's deputy eventually came and she took the report and she took some pictures and she gave me a little piece of paper telling me my rights as a victim, gave me the case number and went on her way. And then I had to go to Home Depot and buy a roll of Bisqueen. I had a roll of duct tape and cut a piece of plastic to cover my window because I didn't feel like driving in an air-conditioned car all the way across the Carquinas Bridge to Venetia. So I got here just as the offertory hymn for the 845 service was, was going. And I walked into the sacristy and I heard the congregation singing, 
There's a wideness in God's mercy, like the wideness of the sea. Excuse my voice. <clears throat> and immediately my body went. Thank you, God. This is just where I need to be. And I opened up the door, and I saw Beth, and I saw Arthur, and I saw Judy Furlong, and everybody smiled at me and nodded their heads. So I went back out around, and I came out, and I sat in the pew with you all. And I got to participate in the service as a participant rather than as a celebrant. And I thought as I was sitting there, this is just what I needed today. And I am so grateful that I had a place like this to come to. And Arthur had told everybody when, when they started, they said, Peter's going to be late and explained what happened. So as I walked in, people were coming, are you okay? Is your car okay? Fine, fine, fine. <laughs> and uh, I just thought, I am so grateful. And then as I was thinking about it in relation to the gospel this morning, that very first part of the parables that Jesus is saying, the kingdom of God is if someone would scatter seed on the ground and would sleep and rise night and day, and the seed would sprout and grow, he does not know how. Now, if this had happened to me 30 years ago, or 20 years ago, or 10 years ago, I would have been in a rage. I would have screamed and hollered. I might have thrown things, you know. I would have been asking God to send down a bolt of lightning and reduce the person who broke into my car to cinders. It would have been it would have been all about me and all about my problems and all about vengeance. And I know God says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. And I would have said, God, do your best work. <laughs> but I didn't go there. I did not go there. And it wasn't by my own power. It was not wonderful, mature Father Peter, the religious professional, who was able to do that. It was those little seeds that Christ has planted in me and all the nurturing that I have received in the church over many years that have grown up and have replaced in me, for today at least, that desire for anger and rage and vengeance with a peace and with a desire to actually pray for the person who damaged my car. So as I'm driving over the Carquinez Bridge, I'm saying, God, this really isn't how I plan to spend my day. But, you know, I just really pray for the person who did that. Because I don't know what their life has come to that they feel a need to do that. And I hope for healing for them. And that brothers and sisters, is a miracle. That's a miracle because 
of my own. That's not what I do. But with the seeds of Christ planted in me and all the loving care that you have given them, the watering that you have done, the pruning that you have done, the weeds you have pulled out of my life, I've grown into a bit better person than I used to be. So I had a whole other sermon planned, but as I'm sitting here listening to the gospel and listening to the song, I thought, that's what I need to say. That's what I need to do. So, I want to say to you, God is planting seeds of love and mercy and kindness and forgiveness and growth in each of us. And if we allow them to, and I don't know that we have to cooperate, but we at least have to not obstruct their growth, then God can and will produce in us things that amaze us sometimes. Because as Paul said in his letter to the Corinthians, some people plant, some people water, but God gives the growth. So my prayer for us today is that we as a congregation, we as individuals, can be people in whom the seeds that Christ plants grow and change us and then through us can change the world. Because if we can carry out into the world that which we receive and are nurtured in here, we can change the world around us. The kingdom of God is as if someone would scatter seed on the ground and would sleep and rise night and day. And the seed would sprout and grow. He does not know how. I don't, ha I don't know how. I don't know how it happens. But I do know that it does. And for that, I say thank you, God. Amen. Amen.